And now, live, it's time. Which team, by colors alone, is identifiable around the world? It's time for the JT the Brick Show. Which team, by slogan, commitment to excellence? On Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Just win, baby. All those things are the Raiders. Here's your host, JT the Brick. JT, back with you on a big day in the Raider Nation. KJ Wright, reportedly a Raider, coming in. Reports today, we're on the flagship station. We'll get to this. We'll take your phone calls at 702-365-9200. All of a sudden, the depth of the Raiders got much deeper with the addition of Wright and Perryman right here at the end of training camp in the preseason. All of a sudden, the Raiders have experience and guys in this league who have made plenty of big plays as we're brought to you by the Henderson Hyundai Superstore Boulder Highway in Henderson. Stress-free buying. Buying a new car as easy as buying an iPhone. Great instant upfront pricing on all of their vehicles. One of the best lots in all of Southern Nevada. You won't believe it until you see it. Head on out to Boulder Highway in Henderson. Ask for Frank in the Henderson Hyundai Superstore. John Gruden just momentarily ago spoke to the media in Henderson. Let's get to the press conference. Okay. Until I get a chance to go up and uh, talk to some friends of mine, I, I don't have any comment on it. I know we've been looking at this situation. The linebacker room has changed a little bit. Um, you know, projecting forward, whatever happens, happens on that. But. Uh, where do you feel, how do you feel about where the linebacker room is and where's like Nicholas and Javin White kind of figure into everything right now? Well, Nick and Javin are hurt. So that's, you know, it's a moot point really. They're not going to be ready to go for the opener. And when they're ready, I don't know. I'll update you on a weekly basis, but um, getting Denzel Perryman was big. He's a middle linebacker that gives us some playing experience and system intelligence and you know, we'll see what happens with Wright. But uh, Kwiatkowski practiced today. It's good to have him back for the first time in three weeks. And we still like Corey Littleton. We've got a couple young guys that need need time. But uh, that's where we are. Joe, with training camp sort of in the books, how do you feel that process just went overall? And how do you feel like about this? I know the, the roster's kind of in flux, but how do you feel about this? Movie? You know what? I feel pretty good. You know, we obviously have a long way to go, a lot to prove. A lot of players didn't play much at all in the preseason. But um, we practice hard. We practice smart. We've had a lot of reps. So uh, I do like the, the nucleus of our team. we got a lot of guys that like football that are talented and young. And we've got some good veteran leadership. But we have a lot to prove. John, you signed several free agents that are in key spots, many starters. I'm just curious about the leadership that the new guys have brought to your team. Are you impressed with it? What do you like about it? Yeah. Well, Ngakwe was selected as a captain, so that that always goes over big with me. He got over 45 votes. Players look up to him. They like him. Um, you know, we'll see. Denzel Perryman has already asserted himself in the short time that he's been here. So I think some of our young players are emerging. Darren Waller was selected as a captain. Josh Jacobs was selected as a captain. So the leadership is uh, somewhat from the new guys, but it's also from some of these uh, players that have been here for a few years. John, when you look at your defensive line, justifiably nine deep. I mean, you can really start naming a bunch of names. Um, how comfortable are you with that with that group and what the work that you guys have done to get it to this point? Yeah, I'm not going to stand up here and make a bunch of predictions. You know, we, we think Ngakwe is a great player. That's why we went out and got him. We think Max is on the rise. We think uh, some of these other guys are, are pretty good players. 
But um, how do they play together? And um, most importantly, we're getting ready for Baltimore. We got to start getting ready for an opponent that's very unique and different. And uh, we do like our defensive line. We've made a number of changes there, and we're anxious to see them play. Morgan? Yeah, John, besides Ngakwe, Waller, Jacobs, who else were named team captains? Uh, Richie Incognito, Derek Carr, Alec Ingold, Max Crosby. We had seven captains, one on special teams. We had a triple tie on offense, and I wasn't in the mood to tell Richie Incognito he didn't get selected. <laughs> but it's pretty cool, you know. The players still look up to him so much, and uh, you know Jacobs and Ingold for them to uh, take this step in their careers. You've already documented what Max and uh, Waller have been through uh, to to make this you know transition to success, smashing success. Uh, as a captain in the National Football League is quite a story. And uh, Derek Carr has always has been a front runner, been a, at the front of uh, our leadership uh, committee here. How's Richie doing right now? In his Pretty good. You know, he's, uh, he's getting better. He doesn't say much, but we hope to have him on the practice field uh, at the middle of next week when we get our, our revved up preparation started. Coach, are you getting uh, closer to making a decision on who will be that interior tackle between Quentin and Solomon and Byron? Yeah, yeah, we are. We'll uh, we'll base that on uh, what we see fit here in the next few days, but we won't make any announcements today. John, a lot of quarterbacks are very centric just on the offense, but Derek has taken a captain's role, and even with defender, young defenders taking him under his wing. What does that mean to have your quarterback that invested in your defense? Yeah, it's great. He's, um, he's, he's, he's a guy that helps us recruit free agents. Uh, he has input in a lot of things that we do. I trust him because I know he works at it. And a lot of people have an opinion, but they don't really know what the hell they're talking about because they don't spend the time. Um, he spends a lot of time in an ordinary amount of time preparing, studying, and um, I, I, I appreciate that, and we certainly, we certainly uh, appreciate his advice. You guys had a Turner and Stoner uh, running, uh, returning quite a bit uh, during camp. Uh, obviously, they're on the practice squad. Hunter Renfro's done it as well. Jalen Richard's hurt. Um, is there more guys in the mix that you guys have been kind of working on? Or? Yes. Yeah, we have other guys. Kenyon Drake will be in that mix, among others. And um, anxious to see it. Not many guys get to return a ball in this league anymore when you play Baltimore. Their punter, their kicker are tremendous. But uh, we'll have somebody back there ready to go. John, you guys have considerably upgraded your speed on both sides of the ball this year. For you, that means a lot. How big of an advantage does that give you compared to where you were a year ago? Well, we were fast last year. We were faster on defense for sure this year. Uh, we think the addition of Maring, obviously the defensive lineman you're talking about, um, that's a lot of speed that we've added. But Waller is as fast as any tight end in the league. Ruggs is fast. If Edwards can stay fast, uh, stay healthy, he'll showcase his speed. So, yeah, we're fast. Kenyon Drake can run. What do you do with the speed? That's, that's the big question. What do you do with it? That's good. All right. All right. Have a good one, guys. John Gruden's press conference. Uh, the news in Gakwe, Waller, Jacobs, Incognito, Derek Carr, Max Crosby, Raider team captains. It's a big deal. Huge deal for Ngakwe coming over. Hasn't played a game yet. Waller, deservingly so. Mad Max, 
Carr expected at quarterback. Incognito missed pretty much all the last year and been injured this year. And Alec Engel, seven captains for the Raiders. Uh, John Wooden officially mentioned K.J. Wright at the beginning of the press conference, as we did not at the beginning of the show for obvious reasons. But more and more reports around the league now that the Raiders are bringing in K.J. Wright to be their new linebacker, to add depth at that position. And no doubt, uh, a player that would have to come in and play at a very high level if this is the case. Uh, Josina Anderson broke that story, I believe, first. Ian Rappaport uh, followed up with that an hour ago. Former Seahawks linebacker K.J. Wright is, in fact, heading to the Raiders on a one-year, a move that had been hoping for, a move that they had been hoping for in Vegas, Josina Anderson, free agent linebacker K.J. Wright, just told me he's signing with the Raiders on a one-year deal. You know how the Raiders do business. They'll announce it when they announce it and make it official and get the contract done here. But you you take a look at how active they've been and what they've been doing. Uh, This is a big deal for the Raiders. Could it be a silver lining? I think that's something we should talk about here on the flagship station. The fact that Morrow got hurt. And not Javin White. With White getting hurt, White was a practice squad player who was going to make the team. And he'll be on IR to start off, and then he'll be able to come back. And his story is outstanding, but he's not at the level of K.J. Wright, Corey Littleton, and Denzel Perryman. So when you think about this for a second, with Morrow's injury, Morrow's injury has opened up the door for the Raiders to get two additional linebackers who I believe are the two best linebackers on the team. K.J. Wright, assuming he's healthy and ready to play and in shape, he's a hell of a player. He's one of the best linebackers in football for a long period of time, along with Bobby Wagner and that scheme that they had, which Gus Bradley installed in Seattle. So that's someone really familiar with the system. I'm pretty excited if this all plays out this way, Raider fans, because Casey Hayward comes in because of Gus Bradley. Uh, Denzel Perryman comes in because of Gus Bradley. And I think K.J. Wright comes in because of Gus Bradley in the system. Yannick Ngakwe played for Gus Bradley when Gus Bradley was the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So you look at all these additions here and you tie it together to Gus. This is a big deal. Enough to get the phones going for the next 45 minutes into Q and Vinny who are at the press conference today. And I'm sure they're going to have a lot more to add to. But today is a celebration in the Raiders with linebacker depth and where this team was. As we were talking about earlier in the show and the Raiders not getting the national respect that they deserve, how about the respect for them being very active in regards to free agency and tightening up this roster? When I was in the building yesterday, we were on with Eddie Pascal and we talked about the fact that the Raiders had a couple of players that were going to open up the season on injured reserve but not be gone for the season. That would open up the roster and give the Raiders the ability to bring in a couple of extra guys who could come in and play. And we're seeing that today. We're seeing the flexibility in this team for them to be able to go out and bring in extra players. You know, Darren Lee, Nevin Lawson, reserve suspended list, what this team was going to be able to do to get active on cutdowns and then potentially sign a player like K.J. Wright who can do wonders for this team. What's your opinion on this breaking news? This is the first show on during the breaking news of K.J. Wright, Denzel Perryman being introduced. John Gruden just talked about him, 
And if you'd like to comment on these captains, that's a hell of a topic. That's a really good topic to see who made captain on the Raiders here. Bunch of young players who were drafted recently, which I think is another good sign. 702-365-9200 on the moves that the Raiders made today and how this strengthens the team. You know, John at the end of the press conference talked about how unique Baltimore is. That's a, that's a unique word. He used unique. They are dangerous because they have a quarterback that can run and can run 100 yards. A, a quarterback that if you do not tackle him at all, there's going to be big-time problems. Mr. Black in Hawaii, thanks for waiting. You're up next. What's happening? Hey, aloha, JT. Hey, man, what's happening? First, first of all, I'm happy to hear that two-time Super Bowl cha- uh, coach uh, Tom Flores is going to be joining the broadcast mm-hmm. or, the, or your show. Yep. And two-time Super Bowl uh, quarterback and should be in the Hall of Fame, Jim Plunkett. That's going to be fantastic. And four-time um, Super Bowl champ, Bill Romanowski, four-time Super Bowl champ. Yes. Uh, he, oh, Romo, he's always got some great stuff to, th- to say. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. uh, you know, last year our our defense was anemic, and that I think a lot of that was the uh, defensive uh, coordinator. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that we got Gus in there and a bunch of, bunch of new players, you know, if we can tighten up that defense, because offense, we were, we were in most of the games. My only complaint about offense is we got a little predictable, a lot of running on first down. Uh, we need to attack more. We got down to the down to the goal line and didn't punch it in on a few games. But it's all about the defense, and if they improve, I think the Raiders are going to be much more improved. Uh, um, you know, it was all about defense. We we were scoring, we were keeping up in games, but then the next, you know, the, the other the opponent would would score right again. So uh, if we can shut them down, and I think we'll look good. And as far as out here in Hawaii, uh, you know, Hawaii uh, we consider Vegas the ninth island. Sure. And uh, now unofficially, Hawaii has a professional team with the Las Vegas Raiders. I knew that you would say that. Thank you, Mr. Black. Keep calling from Hawaii. We appreciate that. No doubt about it, the Ninth Island. I know that from all my years of doing, back in the day, my Monday night football show at the Gold Coast. If anybody remembers, we would pack out that room, and there would be a lot of my Hawaiian brothers and sisters coming to my Monday night football show. Uh, We have a new Monday night football partner we're going to announce next week where I'll be uh, making some appearances and coming by. I work on Monday nights with my Sirius XM show, but we'll be there a little bit earlier in the day. We'll make that announcement in the beginning of the week. 702-365-9200. Snake in South Carolina. How are you, Snake? Hey, what's up, JT? Connecting the dots. You know, now we know that phone call and then a tweet that I saw today that Kukowski had his contract restructures, it all adds up. Like sometimes you could just do logic one-on-one and deduct what's going on. So that's a great signing by the Raiders. It's funny because, you know, Gruden uh, never won to not smirk at pro football focus. Uh, funny, they actually have um, Harriman, I think, they were the second-ranked linebacker last year, and KJ Wright, number seven. So I think it would be funny if Gruden kind of, like, you know, touched on that a little bit. And back to the, uh, the captains here, uh, what I want to know is, and I posed this question this morning to Hondo, uh, who's going to wear the green dot? I think this does answer my question now. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure KJ Wright or, and or Perriman, right, would pretty much take that green yeah. dot. 
Yeah, I think so. I think Perriman maybe initially. I don't know how quickly they get KJ right up to speed for this Baltimore game. I mean, they if if all goes right, and I I gotta wait. You know, we're on the flagship station. I gotta wait for the Raiders to make an announcement if there's a potential hiccup at all in the contract or the physical or whatever's going to happen. But, yeah, he's someone who could wear that ward in the past, and Perryman's a clean middle linebacker who can do that. Kwiatkowski has done it in the past. It's just great that the Raiders have so many options with some linebackers who have made plays and have been in a leadership position in the league recently. This is fantastic. Uh, tremendous pickup for these guys. I think we're pretty much set now going uh, rolling into the season on defense. I really like the secondary and that really does solve a problem that I was concerned about with you know, teams running the ball down our throat up the middle. I think we got two good-sized linebackers in there now that can take, take the heat uh, if we need to. And the other thing is Kenny King Jr. made a great point uh, earlier today as well, and I thought it was uh, excellent. Uh, he mentioned the fact that Gus Bradley, in that, uh, as that defensive coordinator position in San Diego, constantly, and we know how the Chargers have just been besieged by injuries over the years, and yet his defense has always played well. They were without Jason Verrett for a long time, for a couple of yep. years. He couldn't stay healthy. They lost Thurwin James. They were out with Joey Bosa as well, and he still had them playing well. If we can stay healthy, I think our defense is going to take a tremendous jump forward. What do you think? Yeah, well, I like the additions on defense. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Deshaun Reed uh, talked about this, the beat writer for The Athletic. He tweeted out, K.J. Wright had 86 tackles and 11 tackles for losses last year. He makes the most sense at strong side linebacker, but also can play inside Mike linebacker. So, look, he's a 32-year-old linebacker, and it looked like he was going to hold out as long as he possibly could. He's a one-year deal. Uh, no specifics at all on the contract, have no idea. But this guy's a monster and has been a beast. And I've seen him make great play after great play his entire career. And he should be able to step up and do something special here. He's had one of the best 10-year runs at the linebacker position in the last 20, 30 years in football. I mean, this guy's no joke. Bobby Wagner got a lot of the press up there and the rest of the Legion of Boom with Earl Thomas and Richard Sherman. But when you think of K.J. Wright and the plays that he made for Seattle in the playoffs, in the Super Bowl, and this guy brings a tremendous amount of experience coming in, and I'm sure Gus Bradley's the happiest guy in the room right now. Let's get your phone calls on the breaking news of K.J. Wright, as reported by Josina Anderson at ESPN and Ian Rappaport from NFL Network. What this does to the Raiders heading into the Baltimore game and the stability and the veterans that it adds to this team, Perryman and Wright, in a matter of days. Hey, I don't care how long it takes, but the Raiders brought in two really good linebackers who have played a lot of football in this league and proven that they can tackle and make big plays in space. That's an upgrade from what we saw last year. 702-365-9200. My wife and I's wedding anniversary. That's my weekend. I will have a bucket of Modelo's and probably mix in something too. Modelo, the official cerveza of the Las Vegas Raiders. Modelo Especial. They're getting ice cold in my backyard so I can throw them on ice, pour a bucket of ice, and ready to jump in the pool and drink my Modelo's over Labor Day weekend. Yes. Yeah, well, Ngakwe was selected as a captain, so that 
That always goes over big with me. He got over 45 votes. Players look up to him. They like him. Um, you know, we'll see. Denzel Perryman has already asserted himself in the short time that he's been here. So I think some of our young players are emerging. Darren Waller was selected as a captain. Josh Jacobs was selected as a captain. So the leadership is uh, somewhat from the new guys, but it's also from some of these uh, players that have been here for a few years. All right, I got about 15 or 20 minutes before I have another guest coming on. If you want to get through, JT with you, Raider Nation Radio, 920 a.m. Reports of K.J. Wright coming to the Raiders. The Raiders will make that announcement when they're ready. But if the reports are accurate where they're all over, uh, it's trending now. Uh, that's a great linebacker. For 10 years, one of the best players in football, period. Great player. 32-year-old linebacker. What he brings is tremendous experience, playmaking ability, and a guy, my biggest issue with the Raiders last year was they were not lined up correctly. K.J. Wright will line everybody up correctly, even in front of them. He will move guys in gaps. He will do what he has to do if he can see something. What he's done and how many games he's played, his durability in big games and playoff games is exactly what the Raiders need. Now you have Gerald McCoy, Gerald McCoy, K.J. Wright, and Denzel Perryman as late additions. Now, we talked about the haters when we started off the show. The haters, the national media who don't know these guys, don't know the team, don't know the roster. What they're going to do next is their next level of ripping the Raiders is going to be that these guys are old. That's what they're going to do. They're going to do this. They're going to say that Gerald McCoy, you know, has missed 20 months of football. How good could he be? He flashed in the 49er game, but that's a preseason game. How long will it take K.J. Wright to be in football shape and be ready? This guy's an animal. Perryman, when he takes his shirt off, doesn't have a 12-pack. It's like a 22-pack. The guy's in monster shape. So you got guys who have always been physical players, and that's what I like. All of a sudden, I don't think there's anybody in football because Jonathan Abram, even though he swings and misses on some tackles, is a really big physical player. So who are the most physical players on the Raiders now? Yannick Ngakwe, Mad Max Crosby, Gerald McCoy, John Hankins, K.J. Wright, Denzel Perryman. Then you go to John Abram on the backside here. Casey Hayward is not a guy who runs away from contact. And, you know, Trevon Merrick is a guy who can be physical, can be a guy who can hit, but I got to see him play. I haven't seen him play much. I didn't watch a lot of his games in college other than the film we've seen recently and what he's done. So could it be said that the Raiders now, who some people said, rightfully so, had a soft defense or a defense that couldn't step up and make plays, now have one of the more physical defenses in all of football? I'm looking for your opinion right now. This is where we got to pounce. This is where we got to be better. This is where we got to be quick. What Raider fans believe, I can talk to them blue in the face on this. Does it get Raider fans going in Oakland, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, everywhere around the country, to London where we have calls coming in? Is this the fit that gives the Raiders the physicality that they need? Now, a speed question, someone told me, and I, I saw a tweet at me, that this isn't a fast defense. Well, I think it's, in a, it's, it's a faster defense than it was last year. Uh, people understand the Raiders' speed is mostly on their offensive side. And John Gruden talked about the speed that he thinks this team has now on defense. So this is a great day 
if it turns out that the Raiders get K.J. Wright signed, dotted up in the building quickly through the protocols, and he's able to get ready because this is going to be an interesting time now. It's, it's, a, it's a weird week. It's Labor Day weekend. It feels like a bye week. It is a bye week, but it's not a bye week in the building. They've installed the game plan, and they're doing it now for Baltimore, which I think is a very important linebacker scheme. really is. If you look at all the games, and we've gone through the schedule this year that make you nervous, or the games that you look at matchups, this is the one where the linebacker position could be a problem for the Raiders if they didn't make some of their moves. Now they got some experienced linebackers who have played against Lamar Jackson in the past and are just going to add depth to that room. 702-365-9200. Sean in Sacramento. What's happening, Sean? Hey, what's up, JT? Yeah, I'm stoked about the KJ, right? I've been drinking out of his beer mug for about the last two months. I've been wanting to pull this trigger. So I'm super happy to bring him in. And like you said, that linebacking core is just um, – that's better than we could wish for. Even with Morrow um, going down, I think we're better in that room. And uh, when Morrow comes back, who knows how we can move stuff around. But I know KJ's a great cover linebacker, not a good one. He's a top seven guy. He was in the the top 100. What was he, like number 66 or 67? This Mm -hmm. isn't just average Joe off the street. He was holding out for a little more money. He knows what he can bring to a team. And he fits his system and he knows it. So I'm stoked. I'm still uh, I'm still thinking they're going to be pulling a trigger on another running back because I think they need a running back that can also feel the need in special teams, whether it's kick returns, punt returns. Uh, you don't want Kenyon Drake returning kicks, and you only got two running backs and Ingles. Like, you still need another back. So I, I think they should reach out to Deshaun, uh, DeAndre Washington, who they had in the building a couple years ago, he knows the system. He fills both needs. He's a free agent. Uh, he signed with Kansas City, and he went to Miami last year. When he subbed in for Jacobs, the kid ran him for over 100 yards. He fits, he fits the bill. He's good in pass pro. So, to me, yeah. go make that call. Fill that need. You can probably get him at the league minimum. I actually just texted him a little while ago to see if uh, they reached out. Of course, he probably won't give me no scoop. Mm-hmm. But, you know, hey. Uh, but, no, uh, this is phenomenal. This is, to me, the move with K.J. Wright. This is the move that's going to put the Raiders into the playoffs. This is what we needed to shore up that room with the injuries we had. But we just got deeper, even deeper than we already were. The D-line's deep. Now the linebackers, once we get Morrow back healthy, we're going to be super deep. Um, and these young kids and Javon White and uh, Diablo and Muse, you know, I'm sure they're going to get plugged in here and there. And uh, they just, you know, they're going to they're gonna learn from uh, these veterans. It's going to be a lot faster process. So I'm stoked, yep. JT. I appreciate you. And uh, Thank let's you. go Raiders. Yeah, I, I think, look, you get a, a, you get a linebacker in K.J. Wright who's better than all the Raider linebackers by a lot. He is. He's, he's had a much better career than anyone who's in that linebacker room. And Littleton, did you catch what Gruden said at the press conference? He said, quote, we still – like Littleton. Ooh. <laughs> that that beer peaked, uh, peaked up my ears. We still like Littleton. I still like Littleton too, but come back to me after the Pittsburgh game, after the Raiders start off their first two games. Call me week three and ask me what I think of Littleton. I struggled with Littleton last year. Kwiatkowski, 
great team player, a guy who was a special teamer before he came here, got a chance in Chicago, flashed, and the Raiders brought him in because they're comfortable that he knows the system and he can make plays in space. But, come on, K.J. Wright's at a different level. And Denzel Perryman's had games in this league, for the Chargers especially, where he was dominant in games. He's had flash games and big games where he was a difference maker on the field. He was a serious linebacker who could stop the run, fill any gap, knock a ball down, and if someone came across in the middle of the field, he could bury him. I mean, he had a shoulder shake that could put people down. What I like about this move is the Raiders instantly got more nastier and physical with Perryman and Wright. These are nasty guys that other teams look at in warm-ups and say, okay, these guys are coming to play today. More reaction to what the Raiders have done today. Raider fans, this should be enough now. As I've talked about all year long with the depth chart, this should be enough. We knew there, were, there wasn't a lot of space, and the space was going to have to be added due to the injury tomorrow. K.J. Wright is a much better linebacker than Nicholas Morrow, not even close. I, I don't know that what the difference is, is between Perryman and Morrow. Organization likes Morrow a lot. He played well last year, but Perryman's had a better career. So you could add up those guys. Now you add up Littleton, and you throw in Kwiatkowski, and you throw in Diablo. And for everybody who talks about Malcolm Kuntz being a defensive edge rusher, to me he looks like more of an edge rusher from a linebacker position, a guy that you can bring in. And Tanner Muse who early on in camp, everybody was talking about Tanner Muse and what he'd be able to do. So all of this is really important here because the Raiders were active today. And now that they're active, I'd like some reaction on how they're active when people around the league are mocking them for their roster. I mean, did this get the attention of other insiders around the NFL? Is this going to be on SportsCenter tonight? This guy had a 10-year career in Seattle that was on SportsCenter constantly. He's coming to the Raiders tonight. Will this make SportsCenter as an improvement for the Silver and Black? I doubt it. I don't think they get that type of respect. Raider914 in New York. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead. JT, good to hear from you. How are you? Good. How are you after all the rain and the, the storms? Any of it come to you? Well, I'm uh, actually on overtime right now trying to clean up some of the mess. Mm-hmm. I got Thank you for doing today. that. Yeah, no, no worries. Um, on paper, this is the best defense we've had in 20 years. K.J. Wright's the best line, true linebacker we've had since Bill Romanowski. I don't care what, what the, the media is going to say tonight. I really could care less because they've shown me their true colors. They don't pay attention to our team. They only follow the, the BS headlines. So I'm not going to listen to them. I listen to you, I listen to Q, and Vinny, Uncle Hondo. I could care less what the rest of the media says. They haven't had it right in years. I know we have to win games, and that's how, it, that's how we're going to get respect. This yep. defense is better now. We're going to win games because of this defense. Absolutely. And Derek, and, and Derek Carr might not have to be or try to be perfect every game. Maybe, maybe Johnny, maybe Gruden will open up the playbook. Maybe, maybe since he'll trust the defense, maybe we'll take more shots downfield. Maybe we'll take more chances in general. And that's, that's what we've been waiting for. And, I, and I'm pumped, man. 
I can't believe we got KJ right. I'm really pumped. Thanks for the cleanup in New York. Thanks for calling the show. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. 702-365-9200. Just got a text from my good friend Thomas who said, best linebacking crew in 20 years. William Thomas and Greg Beekert were the last time we had a core that could play. Just a monster addition today. Monster addition today. 702-365-9200. As we talk about the addition of K.J. Wright, uh, Sam will join us from Sam and Ash. They join us every two weeks. A great proud partner. If you get into an accident, SamAndAshLaw.com. We're going to have some fun. Uh, Sam wants to talk about a couple of things that I want to talk about. So he'll jump in here coming up, and then we'll wrap up the show, hopefully with your opinion on everything that happens with this team. they got a good core of defensive players now. They do. Even if the Raiders struggled at a point this season where they need a lift, they could get it on defense. Everybody expected the lift to come from the offense. Maybe the lift comes from the defense now because there's a number of athletes and players on this team that could turn a game around. We'll see. It's been a while. We've been waiting for it. The defense was a letdown last year. I don't think there's any excuses now. As I said, if you told me six months ago, hey, JT, you're going to get Gus Bradley, Casey Hayward, K.J. Wright, Denzel Perryman, Trayvon Merrig. You're going to get all these players to come to the Raiders and Yannick Ngakwe? I'd say I'll take it. Give me those six. Add them to this team. I'll take that all day long. And that's what they got. That's a big deal. A really big deal. And also when we come back, Carson Wentz on not getting vaccinated. Man, he doubled down. We'll play that sound when we come back. Sam from SamAndAshLaw.com. And next week, we got a big week. And Bill Romanowski would have been good today. That was a great point that Raider914 said. K.J. Wright is the addition of Bill Romanowski to the Raiders. Romo ended up going to the Super Bowl. I'm not willing to go there right now with the Raiders. But Romo was a hell of an addition. K.J. Wright is that type of player. I will say, you know, it's it's a personal decision for me and my family, and, you know, I respect everybody else's decision, and, you know, I just ask that everybody does the same for me. I know that's not the world we live in. Not everyone is going to equally do things the same. Um, but, yeah, no one really knows what's going on in someone, someone else's household and how things are being handled. So uh, it's a personal decision. That's just where I'm at on it. And, um, you know, with the protocols and everything the way they are, it, it's really for us it's all about understanding them clearly um, and making sure that we are dotting our I's, crossing our T's, all of those things so that you know, we can avoid what happened this week with couple. That's Carson Wentz uh, doubling down. He's not vaccinated. He's the quarterback. He missed time for protocol. He met the media today. JT back with you. KJ Wright to the Raiders. Are all the reports out there? The Raiders, when they make it official, I'm sure they'll make it official and you'll hear it first. Here as it'll come down on Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Sam and Ash Law, they're my personal injury attorneys. They're my friends. They're the king of First Friday, which is tomorrow in Vegas, and I get a chance to talk to Sam again. How are you, Sam? Good to talk to you, buddy. How you been? Oh, JT, it's great to be with you, man. Excellent to be with you. I was mentioning what you guys do in the community 
first Friday here. It's great that we live in a community that doesn't have flooding and hurricanes and rains. I'm sure you saw what was going on in New York last night, New Jersey, all the chaos as that storm went all the way from New Orleans and the Gulf all the way up to the tri-state area of New York. Yeah, all we have here is the is the heat, right? So as we come up to these events, these outdoor events, I'm always looking at my phone and I'm seeing if there's going to be a lot, if it's going to be a hot one. Uh, but I think our temperatures are going down, so we have nothing to complain about uh, relative to the rest of the world. It's um, Vegas turns out is a pretty safe place to be. Absolutely, we've talked a long time. We've been friends a long time. Vegas doesn't do well with COVID. They don't do well off Memorial Day. We do terrible off the 4th of July, and we're not going to do great after Labor Day for the amount of people that come here. Just some of the things that you've been noticing in the community, how people are being safe. You're safe. You're around the community here. And we got a big test, Sam, coming up on Labor Day because a lot of people come from out of town and come to Vegas to take advantage of our fun. Well, yeah, people do come here, and they do come here to have a good time. And I think there's a balance between allowing people to have a good time and being Vegas, which we've always been a brand that is a little dangerous, right? I mean, it's yeah. never been about being safe. So it's the irony right now is that we're trying to be both. And I think it's, you know, and I do a lot of marketing, you know, part of, of our business. So I, I see this as being really a disjointed message because you're telling people, come here, let loose, have fun. And at the same time, you know, be safe, mask up, get vaccinated, all this stuff. And I, I think there's a way to present it. And I also think, that um, that we need to recognize that this virus is here and that we need to live with it and that we need to we need to understand that that there are certain things we need to do for our health to make sure that uh, we all stay healthy and some of that's on us absolutely sam joins us salmonashlaw.com because you deserve what's right no we you and i talk about the balance of business here in a very difficult time here as the city is growing leaps over bounds but we're dealing with the pandemic and we were texting about the pbr leaving vegas and they're claiming they're going to come back again. But from time to time, we're, we're, I don't want to use the word stealing. We're taking a lot of business away from a lot of other communities when it comes to sports, boxing, UFC, other sports. And from time to time, San Antonio, Dallas, other markets are going to pick our pockets when it comes to sports here like PBR. <laughs> well, yeah, well, okay, but I live here and I'm, I'm pro-Vegas, yeah. so I want us to steal everything from everybody that yes. we can. Um, these are my neighbors, your neighbors that are, that are benefiting from this. Also, I kind of like just living in a place where I can do all this stuff uh, and, and just roll down the street. So, I, uh, so I, 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 I don't like when people leave us. I want, I want these relationships to end on our own terms. And my concern right here with this this change is to what extent does our, our you know we've the role of our local and state government is to provide you know clear guidelines for these business entities mm -hmm. to follow and to know and to rely on right it's reliability and um, and I, I you know I just I, I don't know enough about what went into the decision for why they're uh, thinking about picking up and going to going to Texas but I can imagine uh, that it's frustrating to plan a big event and feel like at any given moment, the the government, the the, the people in charge can can change their minds on on protocols and and turn a long plan event upside down. Sam joins us from SamAndAshLaw.com because you deserve what's right. Sam and Ash, give them a call anytime. 702-820-1234. JT of the Bricks Attorneys, Sam and Ash. Now I wanted to ask you about when someone has an attorney. 
and they're not doing a good job. I know you had some success stories with some clients recently where their previous attorney just fell asleep at the wheel. They weren't doing their job. They weren't concentrating on the case. Those clients came to you to take a look at it, and big things happened. Oh, my gosh. It's funny you bring that up because I we just had a case with a client who had – a lawyer in town, big advertiser, and uh, the guy um, – the, the, the client felt like nothing was going on in the case, so switched lawyers. You can do that. Easy to do. Called us. We took the case over, and we found out that basically this attorney that this, that this poor client had for almost a year had done next to nothing on the case. In fact, it was so embarrassing that the insurance company, when they began talking to us and, and, and going through our protocols because we take charge of a case and immediately begin rolling with it, the, the adjuster on the other side goes, you're not going to believe this. I, I don't have anything from them. They never sent me anything, and it's, you know, they're coming up to your mark, and this is a case that I think could well have resolved already, you know, maybe a few months ago even, and put money in the client's pocket. So I think, I think your listeners really need to know that not all lawyers are created equal. Uh, there are some bad lawyers in town. If you just have a feeling like your lawyer's not doing a good job, pick up the phone, get a second opinion, find out if, if there's something that can happen. And, and by making one phone call, all of a sudden you can take charge of your case. And I know you're rap- ramping up staff to make sure that your offices are open, available, and ready to serve 24-7. When I'm over there, your staff is incredible. you got a team of people around you that you're mentoring and grooming to take the next steps, not only in your office, but yes. in life. And I'm really proud to be associated with you and Ashley because of that. Yes, and in fact, it's funny you bring it up because I've heard all these horror stories of you know restaurants not being able to hire, and, and maybe that's a specific to that industry, but we've, uh, we actually were just hiring for two positions. We filled them. Uh, JT, we filled the positions within, I want to say within five days, and, it, and we had all this interest. Great resumes came in, great people, and you know why? Because they, they want to work here. They like this. They come in our office. They see where we're located. They see the smiles here. And they go, this is a team that I want to be on. And that, this being a great place for people to work, it also means it's a great place for people to bring uh, their case, to trust their families with us, because this is the kind of place that you're going to want to come into, come visit with us, trust us, and, and, and let us take care of you. It really all comes together, all, all part of the same thing. And you're walking distance from First Friday coming up tomorrow. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, come on down, JT. I'm going to be here. My kids are going to be here. I'm, uh, you know, maybe convince them all to come down, and, and we'll be out there and, and celebrating. It's my wife and I's 22nd wedding anniversary. <gasps> Congratulations, has, you yes. guys. That's yes, awesome. Yes, some plans. Okay, she's, well, take she's her someplace to get nice. Me, she's trying to get me out to Palm Desert, but I said – is in my backyard. You've been here. It's like Palm Desert. Why would I want to go to Palm Desert when Summerlin is Palm Desert? So if I'm in town, exactly. I'll be texting you over the weekend. And thanks for everything you do. Tell everybody how they can get in contact with you, especially the website. Oh, the website's easy. It's samandashlaw.com, samandashlaw.com. And then, of course, always the phone number, 820-1234, 820-1234. Take care, my friend. Say hi to Ashley for me. Thanks, JT. Appreciate it. Love you. There they are. Sam and Ash, SamandAshLaw.com, because you deserve what's right. In this town, you need an attorney, and you definitely need two-for-one. Sam and Ash is how you get them. Great job today, Bobby, with the news. When we came on the air, we were waiting for confirmation. John Gruden had his press conference. I was not going to get in front of the coach of the Raiders. He didn't have a comment on K.J. Wright. 
But halfway through the show with all the news breaking from Ian Rappaport and the news, it looks like K.J. Wright, as you know, is going to be a Raider. And this, to me, is one of the biggest moves of the entire offseason. He's a flawless football player for the last 10 years. Let me tell you this quickly. A couple of my best friends here in Vegas, guys I hang out with in my crew, two of them are Seahawk fans. Remember, the Raiders have never been here. They just got here. And I was looking on the thread with my buddy Ross and Todd and Joe and Sean. And here's the text I got from this, from them. Please take care of KJ. He's been a great player for us for many years. Then my buddy Todd said, blank and beast and still has some gas in the tank. Gus will know what to do with him. Let's go, KJ. So KJ is now the newest member of the family, reportedly. And now the Raiders got a little bit more beef and strength to him. And that was important here. As I told you, the entire offseason, Raiders are pretty good. They filled a lot of needs. Defensive line is stacked up. They got the edge rushers. Cleveland Farrell knows he's got to get going. Number four pick overall. But if you told me at the beginning of the offseason that they'd get Denzel Perryman and K.J. Wright, I would have fell off my chair in my office here at home. No chance I thought that the Raiders could get both and still have Nicholas Morrow coming back from an injury. Corey Littleton, Nick Witkowski, Tanner Muse, Divine Diablo, and a guy who's going to line up everywhere, Nate Hobbs. Thanks to Bobby for keeping his head on a swivel, putting the entire show together. Next week we go big. Jim Plunkett, Tom Flores, Bill Romanowski, Fred Bolitnikoff, all confirmed. Plus Raider players, my conversation with John Gruden. Man, are we ready to roll. Let it fly, everybody. Enjoy Labor Day. Have a great Labor Day and be safe. And we get ready for real football. The season begins next week on the flagship Raider Nation Radio. Have a good night, everybody. All right? Take care.